Hi there, my name is Eli, and you're listening to the Youth of the Nation podcast, hosted by my big bro, Nate Burdeen, where he speaks about the now generation, Jesus, and everything in between. Enjoy the show, and thanks for watching. Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome back to the Youth of the Nation podcast. Man, I'm so excited to record today, and I think the reason is is because I have felt kind of, I don't want to say an awakening, but kind of like a spiritual awakening. Uh, I also want to talk about not laziness in ministry because I've talked about this topic before, but today what we're going to talk about is staying close to the source. Basically, you know, staying, staying connected to the vine. You've heard, you've heard that sermon before, but as youth leaders, um, I can realize that we can, there's some things we fall into when we don't stay close to the source, stay close to who Jesus is. And again, I'm preaching to myself as I'm sharing this episode and this podcast episode. And also just consistency. I think what comes out of staying close to the source is being consistent because our God is consistent. So I believe when we stay close to the source, we can then find consistency. Uh, I, I believe it's true. I believe it's true that that we can find consistency when we are connected and stay close to the vine but before we get into that topic we got two things that i just want to talk about and one of them is airpods one because i feel flexed on and i'm gonna talk about that and also preachers and sneakers the best instagram account across the world right now it is the best so i want to get into that uh, again thank you guys so much for checking out the episode y'all the best let's get to it so I bought AirPods maybe maybe two weeks ago, not two weeks ago, maybe two months ago actually. And when I bought them, no one that I had like close to me that I knew had them. The reason I bought them was because I go to the gym to go work out with my big bulky Beats headphones. Um, they're not big and bulky; they're just like headphones, over-the-ear headphones. And the reason I wanted AirPods was because I wanted to work and able like to take my headphones out and like, you know, go on walks and go on runs, like just do stuff. And it's kind of awkward with beats. That's my reason for buying, um, for buying those headphones or for buying AirPods. And I love them. Like I absolutely love them. They are comfortable in my ear. Um, they have a great charge and they're amazing, but there's something that's been happening in the last couple of weeks. And that's now everyone and their mom has these AirPods. I was in Starbucks and I'm I'm prom I promise you. I looked to my left and I looked to my right and I looked behind me. The two guys who were on work working on stuff behind me had AirPods. The guy to my left had AirPods. The guy to my right had AirPods and I was like this ain't cool no more. Now, again, I didn't buy AirPods for the clout. I didn't buy them for the clout, but it kind of felt messed up that right after I got them, it seemed like everyone and their mom had them, which is fine. But uh, I, I love them. They're fantastic to me, but I just think it's funny how I ran into them and I was like, cool, now they're, and you guys are probably like, uh, you got money, don't you? Listen, all right, what I do is I plan out months before I want that item. I save for that item, I get that item, as I also save for other things that are happening in my future. That's the way I use my money. Some of y'all say that's a terrible financial, whatever you're doing, uh, stay up in your own pockets, get out my pockets. Anyway, 
So that's AirPods and how I feel about them. And they're the best. I love them. Um, the only thing is I fall asleep with them on all of the time. And I'm like, they're broken, they're broken, they're broken. And soon I've gotten to this moment where I'm like, I don't care. I just throw them on. And because I have my grandparents staying over at our house. And so we, um, I don't want to like, I listen to YouTube when I go to sleep. So I don't want them to like hear what I'm listening to. So I throw on the AirPods so they don't hear it. So I love it. They're great. They're fantastic. But that's not really the topic I wanted to get into as, we, as we're into like this what's the haps. I want to talk about preachers in sneakers. This is the greatest, the greatest Instagram known to man. I have my phone out right now. And this is amazing. Fantastic. All right, look. So go to this Instagram. Okay. And <laughs> it says, bad and bougie, more like God and Gucci. A, the Lord works in mysterious colored ways. Preachers and sneakers at gmail.com. Uh, they 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 got a fashionista article. They got a BuzzFeed article. They are blowing up, and literally all it is is pastors in really expensive shoes. <laughs> oh my goodness! Pastors in really expensive shoes, and some of these shoes are five grand nine grand uh you know five hundred dollars um but the best the, the the best ones were pastor john gray's i ain't dissing nobody um but they you know five grand uh for shoes that's crazy um and you know they're rocking gucci out here and because i'm gonna talk about how i feel about this in a second but this site has been my bread and butter because it is so funny, man. We got people who are have whole outfits that that are more expensive than my car. Um, they're rocking off white shoes, and it's again these are all resale value, but it's so funny when I look at this site because it's a thing. Most preachers I know, especially a lot of youth preachers, but also just a lot of mega church preachers I know, they love shoes. All right. Now, this is my thing. I don't think it's a terrible deal. I don't think these guys are going out and really using tithe money to go. Like, they're not taking out of tithe money. If they're getting a paycheck and they spend some of their paycheck on shoes, get out, stay out their pockets, all right? Stay out their pockets. Now, some people say, well, they're living a lavish lifestyle that you don't know if they can afford. and It's not wise. And they talk to us about budgets. And the thing is, we don't know these people's pockets. Am I going to look at this content and laugh? Yes. And there's no one stopping me from that. But if the congregation pays them in that way, I mean, now, would I buy five grand shoes? No. Uh, My mom would raise me different than that. Mm-mm, ain't had it. Uh, and if I had five grand to buy shoes, I use that five grand to buy my car. But that's not what I have. So we're we're looking at this right now. All that to be said, if you scroll down this site, it's so funny. The shoes are funny. Some of these outfits are terrible. Some of these sho- you look at some of these shoes and you say, um, why are you wearing that with that outfit? And also those shoes shouldn't be that much money. But that's none of my business. But yeah, just super expensive shoes and um, 
there's this one guy. There's there's a picture on there. I don't know who it is, but the outfit is whack. I ain't gonna call it out. I ain't gonna call it out. I ain't gonna say nothing. Okay? Cause you know, me me and the Lord gonna have to talk. But the outfit is whack. It's whack. And again, like I said, um, I do that just to poke fun. I think you have to be able to laugh at yourself. And it is funny when people are posting pictures saying, hey, these shoes are expensive and God and Gucci and all these stuff. Like, it's, I think it's funny. Okay. I think it's okay to have a sense of humor. And again, if you are spending your money unwisely and you're buying shoes, then you're, it's like when I had friends in high school and middle school and they had the new Jordans every week. And I looked at their lives and I said, there's no way that your people are affording these shoes. How are you getting these shoes? And it's because they wanted them so bad that their parents would buy them the shoes. And you don't know if the, you don't know what the financial situation is, right? So I stay inside my own pockets. But seeing that, I'd be like, "Why is your parent? Why is your parents? Why are your parents buying these shoes, right? Because I didn't have the best financial situation growing up. And I got to know Jordans. I wore Shaq's, Shaquille O'Neal's. Listen, go Google Shaquille O'Neal's, the logo. All right, it was Shaquille O'Neal. It is Shaquille O'Neal hanging on a rim. They're about 40 bucks. Buy them at Walmart. Buy them anywhere. Buy them at Payless. Rest in peace. Buy them anywhere. Shoes are sold. And trust me, if your kid says, hey, I want these Jordans, you look them in the eye and you say, I'm going to get you some Jordans. I'm going to get you some Jordans. A guy who has played the same sport as Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> so, <laughs> again, I have no problem with them buying shoes. It's again, I stay inside my own pockets. It's not my deal. It's not my thing to worry about. So many times we just argue over stuff that doesn't need to be argued about. Let's just laugh at it. And um, if there's some ethical things going on, then those things get dealt with. The Lord says those things will be dealt with. But bottom line, it's hilarious. They're buying expensive shoes. Some of these shoes are whack and some of these outfits are trash. That's what I got. And that's coming from a dude who only shouts at H&M. All right. I love me some H and M. I don't really go outside of that H and M bubble. Okay, I stay inside that. Um, so, well, because I have to. Because yeah, no, I I make no money, but that's all right. It's cool. Um, the Lord is gonna bless me. The Lord is gonna bless me. Um, so yeah, those are the two topics that I have. Uh, preachers and sneakers. Go check it out. If you love funny things on Instagram, if you love just how funny Christian culture is, preachers and sneakers is the key to some little bit like an hour of happiness not not too much but just a little hour of happiness it is the key so go ahead and go check that out and uh, before we get into our topic of consistency and staying close to the vine go ahead and check out this ad and we'll get right back to the episode lead well young leader I have such a tough time staying consistent in the word of God. If you were to go to your pastor, go to the spiritual leader that you have and ask them this question, I think most of them would say that they've struggled with this too. We, uh, we open our Bibles and we get to these Bible plans and they all say that we need to read the word of God, which is true. I believe it is true. And we begin to feel conviction. We begin to feel dirty. We, we might even begin to feel gross because we haven't stayed connected to the vine. 
we, we hear it all the time, right? That we must stay connected to the vine and we must bear fruit and we can't bear fruit unless we are connected to a vine. And these things are true. See, but what I ask myself is, how can I go preach the word of God without staying connected to the word of God? I always find it more difficult to talk about God when I'm not talking with God. Some people say, Nate, I've heard this before. Though. Like, I've heard this idea of of talking with God, and I can't talk about God unless I talk with God. And no, I'm saying you can, because it is possible to build a Christian empire without God. Is it wise? Mm-mm. But it is possible. Oh, it's so possible. You could do it now. You could do it today. But we don't. And what I mean by we don't is that we don't connect to God enough. We don't connect to who Jesus is enough. And what does that mean enough? Like, how do I get enough of God? How do I get more of God? How do I get the right amount of God? I say that when we know that when we are speaking to people, when we are talking to people, when we are talking with people that they can say that they can look me in the eye, that they can look you in the eye and say, oh my goodness, I want to be a part of this. And also they look at you and they say, that person is actually in the word of God. Because when that is true, there's something that just stirs up. There's something that's just better. There's something greater when that just stirs up in you, stirs up in us, right? When we are connected to God, we can actually talk about God. It's true. It's so true. So what does that mean? I think, again, we know it, right? But I think when we get down to the, again, to the, to the root of the problem, it's we have become comfortable with our own ideas, not God's ideas. What do I mean by this? You don't know the amount of times I've seen speakers. I've done this myself where I say, hey, we're going to talk about God. And the only time I actually really talk about God is the beginning of the message when I have to op- when I have to right when I have to open the scripture, because if I don't, someone's going to go home and say he didn't open up the scripture. So I have to stay rooted to the word for like the first like 10 minutes and then I can just preach good ideas and good faith and things they're doing wrong and make people feel bad and then they'll be like cool we're good but I don't believe that's a beneficial to the kids that are coming into my youth ministry to the kids that come into young life to the kids that come into these groups I don't think that's beneficial what I think is beneficial what I think will help is these kids knowing that they are loved more than they know. But for them to know that they are loved more than they know, we have to know that God loves us more than we know. And the only way, right, is we st- if we stay attached to who he is. And who he is is God. He's the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And his Spirit speaks through his word. It's inspired his word. Right? And so, again, not saying that I'm I don't do this I'm saying there's a shift that needs to happen because man I can tell now when people are close to God when they're not picking scriptures out and we you know you hear this all the time when they're not picking scriptures out and kids are going to take everything we say 
at what it's what it is yeah you know we've heard kids can get the bs meter but also kids are going to trust who's in front of them so if you are an authority figure who they trust and they were told that they should trust you that is what they are going to do they are going to trust you with whatever you say so you could say that the sky is green there's literally going to be some kids in there that say you know what it is green sometimes <laughs> and they'll believe you it's a weird example but they'll believe what you say because kids take what we say at that we they take it at that that face value but we have to be able to go beyond the face value in the scripture and go into the depth so that the stu the students that are listening to the word can also get just the taste of the depth that is happening I don't I don't I personally don't believe it's it's just not going to work to just preach good ideas anymore how are we going to help kids grow in Christ and I have kids who come back and um they're like man my, my life's it's just all over the place and you know how I look? I don't look at it as them failing or the enemy speaking to them. I think it was my lack of depth. Sometimes. Sometimes. I, I, I believe sometimes it's the lack of depth that I have. That I don't go into depth enough into the word. I don't explain it enough. and uh, They take everything I say at face value. See, what I tell my people is y'all need to be like the Bereans and Acts. Right. And basically, Paul's like, y'all, you guys need to go check what this is. And they would go back and check the word again and again. So when they saw the word, they'd go check the word. They're in the word again. And they say what well, he says is true because the word says it is true. It's not true because he says it and the word just activates him. It's because he is speaking only from being inspired by the word. And that's what I believe will change our lives is when we're inspired by the word. So what is where does consistency come out of this? Uh, you guys heard Jeremy last week and I actually just texted him and said, man, I want to get consistent in my Bible reading because I'm not like, I don't read his word enough. And like the craziest part is I know I should, like, I know I should, like, I know I need to, but I don't. And I always ask myself, like, why don't I? And I say, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I wish I did. But I don't. So that's interesting. Like, why do we sometimes, why do we often just don't stay consistent? Well, I believe it's because we fail to see how consistent our God is. He's so consistent. His love is the same. He stays the same. He is the same. He was the same, was the same, will always be the same, and will remain the same. Like, I don't know how to say it. So I believe in consistency. It comes out of being consistent in who he is first. Because when I'm consistent in my word, I'm consistent in my work. When I'm consistent in my prayer, I'm consistent in my in my work. I, it's true. When I'm consistent in the gym, I'm consistently eating, eating healthy. See, when I'm consistent in the little things or the small things, then I can be, I'm able to be consistent in the big things. So when I'm consistent, um, and I'm not saying this is actually consistent in the big things to be consistent in the small things. So the big things are being consistent in God, being consistent in the word, being consistent in who he is. The small things are consistent in work, consistent in like, you see what I'm saying? Like the consistent things are huge, our faith, 
work, eating healthy, like have, having a healthy lifestyle. All those things are, are big things. And what comes out of that is, is the gym isn't something that you have to do. It's not a big thing, but it's a small thing that I do to make sure that I feel healthy. You know what I'm saying? So it's the thing that I feel uh, when I need to feel healthy. So when we are consistent in the big things, we are able to be consistent in the small things. And that's what I got today, y'all, is stay connected to who he is. Because when we stay connected to who he is, the people in our lives, the people in our ministries are able to stay connected to who he is. The kids that we serve are able to stay connected to who he, who he is. And also, I realize when I'm not connected to the vine, I get angry. I yell at kids. I might even cuss at a kid. I won't cuss at a kid. But, like, I'll get upset at a kid. I might throw a kid. I might, like, I get, it just it gets weird. So I'm not connected to who he is. I'm connected to what he has done for me. And I'm not able to reciprocate that to the kids that I serve. That that That's me. You, I might be the only person that deals with this. But I feel like we all have kind of had this problem and this struggle. I feel like all of us have had this issue. So, hey guys, again, thank you for checking out the Youth of the Nation podcast. Again, we are going. We are going. And soon I'm going to have to be able to record a lot of episodes because this isn't funny, but I'm going to be gone for at camp for three weeks. And so I'll have no way to record or just make sure that I like, have consistent recording so i'm just going to make the episodes before so there we go there's that that will be happening in july but just want to let you know way ahead of time for some weird reason but hey guys airpods get them trust me everyone has them but get them they're fantastic um preachers and sneakers the best instagram account that you've ever seen in your whole life and stay consistent to who he is so that we can be consistent to the kids that we serve i'll see y'all next week with the special guest peace